0: Grunge culture.
1: We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about um, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about yeah. pop culture. Literally, yeah. like we everything, 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 everything is up for discussion, man. and that's what French culture is
0: about. It's about a thing. Yeah. Feel good. Waving hands and arms. two shots in the ass. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Col- she is Lisa V. And he's Randall Keith. And this is Brunch Culture, the weekly show where everything is up for discussion. Happy Black yes.
1: History Month! Oh, I thought you were about to say happy birthday. I was like, it's not for a couple of days, a few days.
0: No. <laughs> happy birthday, too, but happy Black History Month. A happy Black History Month to you. Black History I know. Month, right? We got
1: the shortest month you
0: know we it's always. every time black history month comes around i'm always reminded that like fam we don't get like the full month but that's all it's right a though you days like, that's we all right keep though keep on pressing exactly i saw this uh meme that said something to the tune of you know we celebrate black history month every year the i mean yeah we celebrate black history all year the month is just for y'all it was these two guys like walking, and I was like, you know what? That's that's a good way to look at it because we, you know, we always say like, oh, you know, I celebrate Black History Month every every uh, every month, which is true. You know, I love being Black and try to learn something about our history and us because this our history is so vast. So it's quite
1: impossible. Like three hundred and
0: sixty five. Yeah, yeah. So we try to we try to remember that all the time, but I think it's it's right. You know what? I think this is the month where everybody else is like, okay, let's take the time to like learn something. Hopefully they should be. I mean, my uh you know at work they send out like a black history, you know, this is a the theme and this is what we should try to do, which I appreciate.
1: Yeah. You know what was crazy? The start of Black History Month for black people in Virginia was crazy. They found out uh, Were well, you a Virginian. Yeah. Is that even the thing. Yeah. yeah. That y'all governor, Ralph Northam, um, was in the picture for his uh, medical school yearbooks, which, by the way, I didn't even know existed. Um, right. <laughs> I didn't know medical <laughs> schools had yearbooks. Right. But in their yearbook, he was in a picture. He said he doesn't remember where he whether he was the one in blackface or the one with the KKK outfit on. Um, I'm like, man, what a way to kick out Black History Month for Black people in Virginia.
0: Right? It's you know, I so I I obviously didn't know until you just told me uh, before we started recording because I've been watching the news and paying attention. Um, but it was interesting though. Is You know, to even make the statement of I can't remember if that was me or not. I mean, that's a problem. (laughs) I think you should be you should have saw that and and, and been outraged and be like, oh, I know that wasn't me because, you know, here's my values. Right. Here's what I I know. Um, It's interesting, though, because it also, to me, alludes to the fact that it was really insignificant to you, Um, a person doing that. And and I understand there was a different time. Right. And things have changed and all this other stuff cool, I'm Mm -hmm. cool with that. But it's like, that doesn't stand out to you as like, I know, I would have remembered that, right? Like, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, I don't really remember. And then the other thing is, you know, we always, there's, some people have this idea, and I feel like it's a misnomer. People think that we, you know as black people think oh well you know if you're part of the democratic party then you're just you not right right and it's like no fam we don't think that and something like this actually proves that you know nobody is absolved of us wondering or you know you had us kind of needing to be concerned about where your interests lie and this is for everybody. It's for us as black people it's just for minorities in general like we have to be mindful of like you know what's happening, especially now with all these people coming out and announcing they're 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 gonna put their hats in for the Democratic nomination. Yo, mm-hmm. like we we gotta be mindful, right? Everybody everybody needs to be vetted. We need to look at everybody. We need to consider everybody and everything. It's not just like oh, well, you're a Democrat, so I know that you're on my side. That's not true, yo. And people that want to make that argument that that's how we feel, obviously that's not the case clearly we can't do this because you know you got people that's around here in blackface and uh next to a K K somebody in the kkk hood being like oh yeah and i think the captain, i was one of
1: them but i don't know which one i was
0: <laughs> exactly like i was one of them but uh you know or it could have been me it could have been you wait what <laughs> because, and the medical
1: school that let him publish that needs to be under some suspicion as well. Because like y'all had to look over this and y'all ain't nobody edited this and say, We shouldn't publish this.
0: Yeah, nobody had a problem with I think that's it really speaks to though how how commonplace that type of thing was for people like that. Like they just thought it was, it's a, it's a joke and I I'm waiting for it. Right. Obviously I just heard about it, but I'm quite sure somebody's going to say, Oh, the country's so sensitive now and you know now people are so sensitive i hate that like no yo people aren't sensitive people are just tired of letting people run amok and do whatever they want to do like you cannot be offensive to people and think that because those very same people have to respect things about you whatever it is that you're sensitive sensitive about or your culture or your community you guys are sensitive about we don't everybody's like oh well you can't say that can't say this to this person can't say that to that person was well, like well everybody was res- uh, like deserves that same respect yo. like <laughs> you can't don't hit me with the everybody sensitive when you do something to offend me but then i, got, I can't offend you at all because oh you know That's just that's common. That's common sense. Everybody knows that as Americans, we don't know, fam, as Americans, we need to respect each other. And that's just disrespectful. Nah. And I think for, you know, was the article that I just read uh, talked about him being asked to step down and him saying that now he doesn't believe that it's him. So he does. He he doesn't plan to step down. And it's kind of like, well, the fact that he
1: apologized for it yesterday for for him doing that.
0: Well, oh, man, so maybe the article I just read, the article, this, what's this dated? This is dated, oh, it was, yeah, it was just updated. It says updated at 12.10 p.m. Oh. Um, yeah. So
1: he's trying to pull it with me card. After yeah, he, he says did. he
0: now believes that it's not him in a racist yearbook photo, and despite mounting pressure to resign, uh, says that he will not do so according to a top Virginia Democratic source who spoke to the governor on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> so... He just I, but I, I still feel, I feel like yo just in general the fact that this is the, the fact that this is out there and you can't definitively say this is absolutely not me from jump you like wait I don't know if that was me or if that wasn't but just like move to the side do some back end work like you're in a good enough space it- that you know you have enough political history that you're not gonna be outside poor like do some background work some back end work and let somebody else lead.
1: Yeah, especially in Virginia with Charlottesville and the history. Right. So last week they just honored uh, Robert E. Lee. And so Justin Fairfax, I believe that's his name, the lieutenant governor, Mm -hmm. was the only person that sat out, the only Virginia official that sat out of that celebration. (laughs) Because he was like, I'm not going to do that. So I think it's fitting in light of that, that he stepped down. Right. And also that Justin Fairfax take it over.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Egos come into play, and people don't want to do what they should.
1: It's not that hard, yo.
0: I think, I think it's, it's probably yeah. he just is his first. He he's how long he's been in
1: there? It's he just got in there. So I think that's like you say ego. He like I just got in here. Y'all not gonna take this from me. This is my dream. Yeah, I and it's just, like his political whole life is crushed now. Yeah, I mean he can't run for nothing else. Right.
0: You know, what I w- what I will say, though, is, you know, you, you always say people have like uh, <laughs> the, the complexion for protection. This is not it's not completely over for you. You just have to handle it right. Right. Like you have to handle this in a right way. And as a as a people in general, we are extremely forgiving. I mean, almost to the point that, like, I get annoyed at times.
1: You like, think for a KKK hood, they could be forgiven, though? I don't know about that one.
0: I, You know, I've seen us forgive people for some real foul stuff that I, myself, am like, I mean, forgive you as in, like, obviously, I'm not going to be going around talking about you, but that don't mean I got to mess with you. But You still got people that'll be like, oh, no, let's, you know, that was then, and they grew, and they changed. I mean... It was eighty five. Yeah, I, I get so I
1: that because I, but... I, 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 I'm, I consider myself a forgiving person, but I don't know if I'm gonna let you be the governor of a state though.
0: Mm. <laughs> true.
1: true
0: <laughs> I enough. don't know. Yeah,
1: true or not? I, I don't know. I think people personally, on a personal level, they're forgiving when they have to elect you to be over people. That's when I think the challenge comes.
0: Yeah, I guess I, I, I'm thinking about public figures in general. I think about um, what's old girl's name. Um, the, Monique? the no, the lady, I, the cooking lady. I just want to say um,
1: that. Uh, oh, oh, um, I can't Paula think of her name. Dean. Paula
0: Dean, right? I think about well, Paula said, Dean. Did
1: they have been forgiven her all the
0: way? Yeah, Paula Dean is back on the scene. You had I forget which celebrity it was. There was some celebrity that was just like you know we gotta get we gotta forgive I think that her. Um, yeah, we got to get over. You know, we got to get over it. It was a mistake, and, and and right, rightfully so. I'm not saying that if a person does something wrong, you know, we should never forgive them. But I just think sometimes we're so quick to do so, um, and and not think about yo how people's lives were impacted. I'll never forget going to Paula Deen's restaurant, and I remember I specifically remember saying, "Did you realize that all of the workers are black?" <laughs> And did you realize that all of like literally all of like the bottom level workers are black, but the hosts are are white, and all of the management uh the management team the people that were coming out and they were asked like, "Oh, how's everything going? I'm manager such and such They were all white, but I remember we were standing like in the line, and one of the workers like dropped something. And the guy was like, the the manager was like, do you need to go home? Because you, you seem to be very, very clumsy today. And I remember being like, who are you talking oh. to? Who are you talking to, bro? Like, what the? And my friend was like, oh, you don't you know, don't really look into that. You don't really know what's going on. I was like, you're right. But, bruh, we're not. <laughs> There's a certain setup here. And we are in Savannah, Georgia. So, okay. But there's like a whole there's something that's happening here that just makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, And so I feel like I say that to say it wasn't with Paula Dean, It wasn't just what she said. I think, you know, there's a lot of people that started to talk about the practices in the restaurants and how those things. And I specifically remember being like, yo, this looks real weird. So I don't think we go into the depths of it's not about what you said. It's not just about having this perspective, but it's about the people and the, the 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 people you've been able to affect with that mindset, and I think it's not just so. It's we shouldn't be so quick to oh, you just need to get over and forgive it because it's just the person that made a bad statement. It's like no, this really has probably had held some weight and impacted people in different ways. And I think we just kind of want to move on and and forget about it. And, and everybody kind of has this. You know, the the we need to let that go. And no, we don't need to let that go. If you decide you want to let it go, then absolutely. But don't look at somebody else who says, you know, I'm good. I'm good all the time. And be like, well, you just can't do. No, like let those give those people the time that they need to move past whatever it is that they need to move past. Like, I don't know. I just think it's fair. So I would I, I say all of that to say I would not be surprised if, you know, there was another uh, election. And it's just kind of, hey, come on in and we'll give you another chance because that's what we do. Well, I guess so. I can see that.
1: Yeah. Again, putting it like that. Well, you know somebody who's not being forgiven right now? Ronnie and his wife for these dance moves. Because I don't know what's happening. Okay. I just wanted to stop. This whole duo It's, it's not it dynamic.
0: Is like the new age. New, I guess they're like new edition 2.0. I don't I, I don't, don't know, really but
1: the, know. it's it's funny to look at, but it's just also sad. Cuz I'm like, nobody helped you all with this? Like was this did y'all do this yourself or
0: what? What? I, I don't, don't know. Yeah, the dance moves are just for me the dance moves are what make it cheesy. Like I did so I saw like <laughs> the this singing Instagram.
1: was bad too.
0: Uh, you know what? I don't think her singing is that bad. Like I don't cuz I actually like her voice just in general. I think she can sing. I think in that one performance that I saw, obviously she sounded winded, but I was like, okay, she's she's singing live and it's just her like he does not sing. And so it's really just her. So in terms of she's singing verses, she's singing choruses and she's doing moving around. It really is just her. He kind of is like a hype man, right? But I guess for me, I give her a pass with the singing. Like, obviously, it's not pristine, but it doesn't sound bad. It's just that this whole package feels wrong. It looks wrong when y'all do it this way. I feel like there was a better way for you guys to execute this, right? Like, but I, what I think they're trying to do is Ronnie DeVoe, his role in New Edition uh and y'all i know people probably gonna be real mad because people like you know that's the legends y'all can't talk about the legends and i take that you know i with all due respect ronnie DeVoe, you were not giving us vocals in new edition you were here um dance moves and you were just a part of the group and that's just what it what, what it did and so i think a part of this whole like let's incorporate these dance moves is like this is like his contribution. So, a part of me feels like he came up with these dance moves and was like, "Oh, this going to really be fire." And it's like, "Bro, y- y'all look. This looks like a talent show gone wrong. <laughs> like just stop it. Stop it all together. Don't don't do this. Who told y'all that to, y'all have children? Y'all have like twins. The twins are going to have to look at this, and I'm pretty sure they are like, "Yo, why are my parents doing this?" Like, I don't I don't know them right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, if they were my parents, I'd be so embarrassed because, yeah, it's not, it's not it. And Ronnie, they can't call themselves New with it. If He's which, which, are the ones who's not letting them use the name?
0: Somebody is not letting them use the name. Oh, you know, I did hear something about that because they know. got
1: their initials, and it's like, it's like one of them on the name. I think Johnny Gill on the name. I don't know no, how he got I think the name. It's,
0: uh... It's Ralph yeah. Trasvan, right? Because Ralph Trasvan mm-hmm. is the only one that's not touring with them now, I think.
1: So Ralph is the one who owns the name and he's not letting them have it. So, mm. yeah. it's They just got a whole bunch of drama. Did you see the video where Bobby sounded winded? And doesn't it was Ronnie dancing.
0: Doesn't Bobby always sound... <laughs> it's my Bobby Brown. Doesn't he always sound winded?
1: <laughs> I mean, he always does sound like he has... Yeah, he yeah. has asthma. But,
0: but it, it oh, just okay. <laughs> he needs an inhaler or something i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know i you know i like bobby brown his uh his the biopic i i actually watched all of it i you. haven't
1: seen it, 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 it
0: you know what it, it is legit on demand. entertaining like it is legit and i watch it it's, Do you i think, think it's all on like a that happened was real i don't know i feel i feel like you know what this is this man being able to tell his story so a lot of that's probably fabricated um <laughs> i think that it was entertaining though Um, And it did give perspective to him. It gave perspective to like, okay, well, this is how you feel about this. Or this is how you see yourself. Um, Because, you know, like we all, we have a certain way that we view ourselves. Um, For the most part, I think, you know, you'll find that the way that you, what you want to do and what you try to put out is kind of what people take. But I think there's always variations. And so it, it was interesting to me to see this and it's like okay so here is for you why this happened that way um here is for you like why you think this goes that way or whatever i mean, it was entertaining for me i felt like oh, okay yeah and i've actually it was so weird because i actually like the bobby brown album that didn't do well his second album i really like <laughs> um and i've liked it for a while and so it was interesting for me, I was like, okay, let me take this opportunity and go back, and I'm like, okay, I see why people got into, like, Bobby Brown, like, I never really, I remember even being a kid and hearing the whole King of R&B thing and being like, whoa, like, I legit know maybe, like, three songs from you, bruh. I don't know if, (laughs) I don't know if you're the King of r like, and I, at the time, I didn't even know Luther Vandross's catalog that much, but I knew, like, yo, you just can't like I know old people I know young people that'll be like Luther 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 I don't know you know they like to see Bobby Brown right (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't know but one thing that did disturb me in the biopic though um Woody I guess he had to wear like a little bodysuit or something to make it seem like he gained weight so it was kind of true to how Bobby Brown looked once he got older and it was so poorly done. It literally looked like they stuffed, like, a pillow in his shirt. And so it would be times where he'll be walking, and, like, his body would be going to the right, but the, the stomach would be going to the left. It just looked real bad. <laughs> that was, like, my only gripe throughout the whole thing. I was like, take this off. But, yeah, it was it was good. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I still got to see it. When I tried to watch it on demand, they, they took it off on demand, and it was, like, certain times that it was going to play. Uh, Maybe now it's a better – it's on there now. Yeah. So. I don't know. no, no What's up with What's up with uh, Gladys Knight? I think like if you're gonna perform on the Super Bowl, that's fine. But why you had to throw Kaepernick like under the bus in this thing? If if you felt like you wanted to do that, I, it just was weird.
0: So I so here's it because Gladys Knight. When people when Gla- when Gladys when I read that Gladys Knight was gonna be doing the singing the national anthem, right? I, I literally read it and just kept it moving. Like, I wasn't bothered by, it wasn't going to be a, I'm, I'm canceling Gladys Knight. I don't even think that that is possible. That's a thing. We cannot do that. Y'all shut up. Stop saying we're going to cancel Gladys Knight because it's just not going to happen. Um, so it's like, okay, cool. I mean, it's Gladys Knight. That's what she chose to do. It's fine. She go on, let her do her thing. Um, so I was fine with it. But then when she said, we're going to give, I'm going to give Dignity back to the song. Now, auntie you gotta stop <laughs> because just go and do your thing yo if you want to sing sing that is your talent <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that's your gift to the world it's the gift that keeps on giving i had saw like a clip of her i want to say it was maybe from like last year singing something live and i was like dang you know what i really love hearing old older artists sing and still sound good right like oh mm-hmm. dang i still want to hear your voice like you still you've worked on your voice you've protected it you've stretched it like it still sounds great i I love that mm-hmm. but it's like auntie stops don't say you're gonna give it dignity as if somehow and maybe that's not what she meant but from the what i read um the, the words that i read kind of like the the snippet the recap of what she said it was almost as if she was insinuating that somehow uh with the protests, the protests have caused dignity to be snatched away from the song and mm-hmm. her performance is gonna be what's gonna give the dignity back and it's like auntie no, i can't i can't i can't i can't that's
1: not gonna like, be right, right
0: right like i'm not on board for that's a stretch yeah i'm not on board for canceling you I'm not on board for being like, oh, we shouldn't support Gladys Knight. Like, yo, at the end of the day, these people are performers and they have to get money. What's interesting is during this time, uh, I read this article. I actually sent it to you um, of Chrissette Michelle. And it was talking mm-hmm. about essentially how when Chrissette Michelle performed at the inauguration for Donald Trump, she she essentially lost all these fan, like this huge fan base. They was talking about her performing in one place that was once maybe three years ago, sold out the last time she performed. Now there's empty seats everywhere. And she just has like a very small core fan base that will support her. Um, and so as that as I'm reading that I hear about this Gladys Knight thing and then I also hear people think about people being on the bandwagon of we can't cancel Kanye. We got to support Kanye. We got to support Kanye. And I was just like, you know what, man, this whole canceling people thing. We got to stop it. But definitely we got to stop it because I really feel like it's kind of jacked up that we are. It's only the black women that we seem to cancel. And the fact that Chrissette Michelle is literally like, yo, I was in such a dark place like I could not book a show. Like, there was a period wow. that year where she could not book a show at all. I want to say there was some wow. some crazy low number that uh, she was trying to get. They were trying to get people to come up It was some crazy low, low number of people that That's bought to That's crazy because R. Show. Kelly's
1: still booking shows. The,
0: <clears throat> my point exactly, right?
1: <laughs> R. Like, Kelly and Kaem. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's like, yo... I think we got to be mindful and maybe we're not doing it i'm not you know i'm not making this thing of you know we're out to to hurt the black woman maybe we don't necessarily realize it but it's like yo we got to be mindful of that crap so i was thinking about that with gladys knight but it's like auntie i want you to shut up though like just go sing the song let it go like don't you know <laughs> you gonna do it it is what it is we can't do it you know how you have like the the older people in your family It's like i know they're crazy they're going to say mm-hmm. what they want to say. They're going to do what they want to do. I'm not finna engage them with their level of crazy or stuff that I don't agree with. I know you are insert whatever it is you're going to say that's offensive. And I'm not finna argue with you because it's not worth my time. It's not going to change your mind. It's not going to make you stop doing it. And I honestly cannot just stop. I can stop being around you a lot. But obviously, you know, I'm just going to let you do what you do. That's how I felt about it. Like, Look, Auntie Gladys, I love you. I've loved you for a very, very long time. Um, Gladys Knight, my great-grandmother's name was Gladys, right? And so I remember, Mm -hmm. you know, being introduced to Gladys Knight and being like, oh, that's like my grandma. So I've always had this, like... Gladys Knight is just wonderful. I love Gladys Knight. Even before, like, I really knew, like, her music, I was just like, the fact that there's a celebrity named Gladys, and my great-grandma's name is Gladys, like, it's cool, I love it, right? So, Gladys Knight, you ain't going nowhere, but, auntie, we gotta just stop, we gotta, we can't say, we can't make these, stop trying to justify it, stop trying to get people to understand why it's okay for you to do it, and just do it, like, (laughs) we can't stop you lady and you got to eat too i understand all of y'all performers big boy uh travis Scott, all y'all gotta eat like this is a check that's what you do go get your money like fam i, I nobody's gonna tell me look you gotta stop you you know going to work in your career because we got to protest okay so then how am i gonna pay these bills Like at at the end of it, like it kind of comes down to that and we got to navigate in these awkward spaces and it's unfortunate, but that's just where we are in the world. So we can protest and support and that's cool and that's fine. But if somebody says, hey, here's an opportunity for me to get X number of dollars. And, and and ultimately we have to understand too that, you know, because people will argue that, well, they have an- they can go other places and perform. Mm, yeah, maybe they can, but for somebody like Gladys Knight, like she has put in work in many other areas and ways, her doing this does not discredit any of that. Like, we gotta stop, yo.
1: Yeah. You know what was devastating this week for us to, to come on the news was Jesse Smollett. Mm-hmm. Um, it just was like, Wow! Like for people to be so blatant, like to do this to him, Um, it was just like in Chicago, it threw me off. But I guess not because Chicago is a corrupt city. Yeah. Uh, but I would when when I think of like nooses and stuff, I think of down south. Like I think that was be something that happened in my neck of the woods.
0: Right. Right. Right.
1: Not not Midwest, but the fact that you know they use the racial and homophobic slurs, the bleach. Yeah. I'm
0: like
1: a full a full court press like and I know that he had been getting some like mail um, before this like was it like a week or two
0: weeks before yeah I heard it was like um, a week before
1: yeah and I looked at the mail and it's like you know like cut out some magazines and then whoever did it there's like kid drawing it was just it was like really weird and twisted like something you would see in like a movie Right. And um yeah, it was like my heart goes out to him because it's like, wow, like in twenty nineteen, this what y'all doing? Yeah. Attacking somebody in Chicago with a noose and bleach? Yeah. Like wow. So I was blown away.
0: So what's interesting is I was on uh Instagram and I saw Actually, a couple different. One was maybe I think one is somebody that I follow, and another one was like on uh, the Explore page of people telling their story of them experiencing some sort of like physical assault uh, for their their for being black or their sexuality, right? And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh wait, so this is like a thing, like for real, for real, like because I really believe. And it's something that happens quite often, and I never thought that. You know, I think we just gotta gotta acknowledge that it is. Sometimes I think being in like the DC DMV area, I don't want to say well racism doesn't exist. That's not true, right? Like we know it's these things. It's
1: more, happen. it's more passive. Yes, yeah, and it's, it's subtle.
0: It's very subtle. Yeah. And things like people physically assaulting you is like whoa. So maybe it was like two years ago. Um, I remember like somewhere in dc there's these two guys that got like beat up after coming out of a club or whatever it was these two uh these two gay guys got beat up and it was like on the news very quick and then it was gone and i just remember thinking like dang that's sad like wow who would have thought something like that would happen in like dc of all places like that's crazy um and then like flash forward hearing about like the jesse smollett thing and then seeing like two separate people make posts and i know it might not sound like a lot but for me it seems crazy because i'm like yo people are like putting their hands on you like it's one thing to have like a you you think a certain way and or you might say something and it's just kind of sideways and it's like yo you just like that's stupid but yo people actually like physically assaulting you for In 2019 or in 2000 and anything, that's crazy. Like, it kind of really, really blows my mind. But it makes me realize and think about, yo, when people start pressing on, pressing back on people about certain ideas or certain, you know, being like, oh, well, I I love, I love everybody. Do what it is you want to. But I I hate this. It's kind of like, yo, I see why people now put that type of pressure on making those types of statements because it's those very same it's those very same ideals that give kind of a pass to something like this something so egregious as physically assaulting somebody like i just i I think for me i'm just like yo you like people putting their hands like you can like not like somebody that is what it is but you you grown like super grown and you mm-hmm. gonna put your hands on somebody because you don't like something that they're doing that literally has absolutely nothing to do with you? Like, what? Who has that kind of time? How is that even? How is this really even like a reality and a thing? I think for and
1: to be following him too because yeah, essentially this was planned. He had to know, yeah. And it's it's like I it 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 reminds me why I don't like to like say, when I'm traveling places, Mm -hmm. Um, because I know when I was on his social media, like, he was like, I'm in New York, I'm in Chicago, and it just reminds me of the fact that people, like, really be stalking you, like, I mean, I'm nowhere on his level, uh, but I'm just like, as, you know, it's just like, man, people really do be following you, like, you hear it on the news, like, sometimes don't put your location when you go of town, Cause people are breaking your spot, but it's just yeah. like wow, they were really following him, waiting. They knew he was gonna get come to Chicago, and they were waiting on him.
0: Yeah i i it, I was really mind blown. Ultimately, I was just really mind blown. I, I saw. I want to say I saw maybe the first thing on Instagram. The saddest thing is I get so much information from Instagram, but. Um, I saw the first. That's a lot of people are getting the news from Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. I saw the first thing on Instagram and thought, like, man, wait, is this real? And then I started to see all of these celebrities post about it. Um, and then um, I called Kelly, and she told me, and I was just like, whoa, like, dang! And she was just like, real tore up. She was like, you know, I just saw him recently, and it was it was just real messed up. So, <sighs> yeah, yeah, y'all tell us. You said what? I said uh, Kelly and I's family are is in mourning, but it's okay. We're gonna make it through. Yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) You said yeah.
1: Okay. I I was trying to figure out, so I (laughs) didn't even catch Kelly rolling. Like I was like I was like. Kelly, and <laughs> when you said it,
0: I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna just go with it because I don't know if this somebody else who are, supposed Am to I know. Supposed that's a supposed to is. know What's really going on?" Here? And so
1: when you said being Kelly, I really agree with it. I was like, "Okay, What's I'm like happening." Who is? <laughs> I was trying to go with it, and then it hit me, Kelly Roland, and I'm like, "Oh, for real." <laughs> When you started laughing, I knew that's what you were saying. I was like,
0: oh, "Okay, <laughs> you go, you go, respect so our crazy. love." I say this to you all the time. You are going to I'm respect.
1: Our I love. called Kelly, and I was really legit <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I was like, I know his best friend, name, but I don't think it's that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on? I was like, I'm just gonna roll with maybe it's his family. I was like, I don't think that's his. Don't know. I I I mean, I'm like, I
0: don't know
1: all his friends. I can't call it. I'm like, well, what? Just roll with it. I'm like, okay. (laughs) It hit me. And all I say every time I just say, remember Tim and Titan.
0: Love Titan. Love Titan. Tim is my homeboy we cool there's certain things that have oh. to happen for the public eye and that's the I keep saying oh, okay. This. it has to this happen day. for the public I eye I called
1: Kelly because she had just seen him what she did and you said I was like he got and then I'm like oh he got a free this celebrity
0: <laughs> a
1: or they just we-,
0: we love each other and we have for years <laughs> let's move on so guys we will be back with our main dish <laughs>
1: all right we're back for our main dish today's main dish there was a uh, interview that was interesting on the breakfast club we like the breakfast club here and um, they always in- interview interesting people Charlemagne to me makes the breakfast club um dj envy gets into these heated debates with people i still am not over the de- the I- debate or the anger he had for what's it these Oh yeah. <laughs> And this is my second time seeing him get upset uh, when he was talking to Killer Mike on The Breakfast Club a couple of days ago. And they got in this whole argument about private school and public school. And DJ Indy was making this argument, which to me, when he, his argument fell apart when he was like, "I'm sitting, these private schools teach these kids how to be millionaires and billionaires. And I'm like, what percentage are coming out? As millionaires and billionaires, I think Kevin might ask. Him yeah, that,
0: like, yeah, because he was like all what? of them not going to be. <laughs> yeah,
1: and what man. fact? Like facts? Um, and so I think he was coming from a real emotional place because he then said, like, the teachers. He he basically suggested that all teachers in public schools are trash. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Which he- I he was said that that's. That always and never he was painted with such broad strokes that he undercut his whole argument. The generalizations he was making was killing the argument he was making the whole time.
0: Right, right. So even to that, even to that point though, because I think he was trying to also explain that, like, you know, I'm not. I didn't say everybody. I didn't say everybody, and it wasn't for me. It wasn't so much of that. He was implying everybody. It was just that. That's your focal point. Your focal point is that, you know, a lot of these schools are, you know, known for having teachers that don't that aren't really good teachers and don't really want to be there. And that's kind of like your reasoning, which uh, Killer Mike actually pointed out. He's like, so your reason for doing this is because you are focusing in on the people that do a really, really bad job. There's a number (laughs) of us that went to public school and had some incredible people. Yes, we had some trash people. Um, But we really had some incredible people that love their job. And honestly, if it were not for their approach to teaching or their approach to supporting us or being hard on us or whatever it is, we wouldn't be here. Right. Um, And so for me, I think that's that was kind of like the point of that was my point of like contention when it comes to envy. And I realized. So I feel like Envy is probably is like a cool dude, like just in, in general, like in in life. But I feel like he and I would probably end up having, you know, intellectual arguments all the time because I think he always he takes this approach to everything of, you know, I understand that experience because I lived it. Right. So I understand the mm-hmm. hood because I was I lived and I don't come from money. Him saying that his dad made fifty thousand dollars. I literally saw at him. Like <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> As somebody that didn't grow up with a lot of money at all and was raised in a single parent household and we were nowhere near fifty thousand, uh, thirty, forty thousand, twenty thousand like we just didn't have it, right? Mm-hmm. You throwing out that your dad made fifty thousand dollars when you were a kid, which was x number of years ago so that fifty thousand dollars went a lot further and you also lived in a two-parent home so even if your mom made ten thousand y'all was bringing in as a family 60k in what like the 80s the 70s like bruh that's a whole nother i don't know if he's that old maybe he's like how old is he i don't know how old he,
1: is. he, he has to be late 30s or early 40s
0: yeah so you you like 80s you're this this is happening but like that's not hmm <laughs> That's not you're not doing that bad. So no matter what neighborhood you live in, right, no matter what experiences you had, you still aren't doing that horribly and so i think he kind of takes this position though is like oh well i know this because i've lived in both parts and yes that gives you a unique perspective but i think you have to understand the privilege that you had and how you might not understand completely something else uh which killer mike was talking about yo i'm talking about for the average american whenever they were talking about when they were talking about the school specifically and envy kept saying you know these schools you know they are teaching uh my my son has a business and my daughter goes and do does all of this stuff and he's like, Yo, him and Charlemagne were like, uh, yo, but that is inspired by their dad. That's not the school giving them well no, the school teaches it and that's before I get yes. So the school may teach them that but it has to be activated at home, right? (laughs) In some Mm -hmm. way, or somebody outside of the school that gives you the support or activates it. And so not only are your children understanding like entrepreneurship and business, but they also see that their dad has made multiple millions of dollars and continues to do so based off of entrepreneurship. So it is, the two come together. It's not solely based off the school. So if your child went to a public school that maybe didn't have that focus they still have the 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 most important factor to get there which is you because you are real world School is teaching you concepts, right? School is teaching Mm -hmm. you, you know, theory of how to utilize the stuff. And yes, that stuff is good, but you have no promise that you're going to be able to do those things, and it's going to be lucrative and it's going to come into money automatically. Which was, I think, is the problem of the whole like, you know, these schools are teaching these these kids how to be millionaires and billionaires, and then the question is, how many of them are going to do it? Well, a lot of them do. How? Because it's not just because they got the knowledge and they clicked it on and did it like, yo, we can get the knowledge. But if you don't have the, the back end, it kind of goes back to that whole, uh, you know, my dad gave me a million dollar loan, <laughs> a small mm-hmm. loan of a million dollars. And it's like, you know, I, 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 my 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 mama can't give yeah. me a million dollar loan, fam. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah, what and I think it, it
1: it it doesn't take into consideration that most of the world's billionaires are not college-educated, or not degreed, per
0: exactly. se. Exactly. Like, they've dropped
1: out of school. Exactly. So it wasn't their, their MBA that got them the billions of dollars. Exactly. It was their gut instinct and their tenacity.
0: And somebody so, that supported them through that, too. I think that's yeah. the thing, like you got to recognize too that like there was a support that happened in that it wasn't just about them you know oh well they had the education and the know-how like you you need more than the education to be successful like you you can have all the education in the world but you still may not be successful like you can go to these schools and still come out and not be successful in this entrepreneurship business venture um
1: yeah and i think that's what killer mike was trying to articulate he was like bro you're a dj like, you went to Hampton, but you, <laughs> you did
0: go work. Corporate. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. He get real mad, too. I think that was the thing that was like. <laughs> That's the insecurity for him. Yeah, because he's like, entrepreneur. No, brother, I'm an entrepreneur. And it's like, bro, nobody's knocking you being a, a DJ. Like, you, you're you a very, very successful DJ also. No, so nobody's knocking you. DJ. But that is kind of what we know you for. That's how you got to this place to be able to. Be an entrepreneur in other ways. Right. Like, eh, eh. (laughs) I just I don't know. Not to harp on envy, because obviously our conversation is not just focusing on envy, but I think that kind of in them having the conversation, I feel like one of the the biggest struggles, because ultimately, like at the end of the interview, uh, they got to the point of saying, like, hey, you know what you guys are discussing. You guys are talking about the same thing. Like you guys are saying the same thing, which is true. But I feel like kind of envy gets really hung up on, you know, um, no, this is this is what I know, because I know the hood and I know what it is to have, you know, be really, really wealthy and have all of this stuff. And and this is it. And it's just kind of like, yo, I there's still you still have a blind spot. There's still something about your experience that you have a degree of privilege and so in having that privilege you got to recognize oh wait hold on time out so here's how i did it but maybe i should understand that you know people in everyday americans run-of-the-mill uh you know neighborhood people they're not going to have these same opportunities or not just opportunities even the same desires one of the things that they tapped into was this whole you know um everybody's going to be a millionaire or everybody wants to be a millionaire most people want to be millionaires they just don't believe that they can do it and i was like because i started thinking i was like it was, i feel like a lot of people especially being young want like nice things and so mm-hmm. like you know like nice cars then you want to have jewelry and all of this other stuff like i think that I guess I was kind of like, well, maybe is it because everybody wants it and then they don't believe that they just don't think that they can they can have it. And then I was like, you know what? No, because I think being a millionaire or having all of this wealth, there's a sacrifice to doing it. It's not just Mm -hmm. something that, you know, and I think when when people start to think about what you have to go through or what it means or the potential stress that goes along with it. I was like, yo, Killer Mike's absolutely right. There are people, and I know people that's like, yo, I just want to be comfortable. I want to live a good life. I don't want to be in massive debt. I want to be able to, you know, take time off to myself when I can. I want to be able to take care of my family. I want to be able to do something, whatever it is. Maybe it's travel. Maybe it's, you know, buying a gadget or maybe it's cooking or eating or getting a massage. Whatever it is, I want to be able to do the thing that I can, like, escape from all of that. But I ultimately just want to be comfortable, It's not necessarily about the dollar amount. And I think that uh, uh, when Killer Mike made the point, he was like the people we know, he was like most people, he was like the people we know want to do that because there are certain people that that is your mindset. Your mindset is how can I amass wealth and how can I continue to have this to get this and to give it to my family? There's a certain type of person that has that type of that type of interest drive or whatever you want to call it. Right. Not everybody mm-hmm. has that. And to the point of who are going to work at the companies for these million and billionaires. When he said that, I was like, oh, I know that we've had that conversation about just people kind of. Uh, making it seem like somebody that that is a worker, quote unquote, or that's working class or has a nine to five or, you know, that is not uh, wealthy. is somehow just this, you know, lazy, dreamless, goalless person that just doesn't want anything. And people making a claim of you got to you. You need to stop working for other people. You need to work for yourself. You need to work for yourself like True, that there's there's benefit and there's value in that for some people, right? I will even venture off to say that as a community, right? We should we could adopt that and see ourselves do well. But then who is going to work to help to build the dream? Because you can't do it by yourself, and so and you need equity to build. Exactly. You know,
1: Killer Mike is talking about. Oh, you know, we need to think outside of buying single. Homes, we need to buy apartment buildings. Bro, right. you just said you had two hundred fifty thousand in cash that you could just drop.
0: Right? Who
1: has that land around?
0: Right. I think so. For me, it's and that's not like,
1: your that's not your
0: whole savings too. Like exactly two
1: hundred fifty thousand people may have that in their four hundred one k. They might have that saved up, but if they risk it, they don't have room to bet. Like they can't
0: fail. Exactly exactly and so for me it's like to the point like we have to acknowledge and understand that people are different right and really i think it's important for for us to own things i don't think there's a problem with ownership um i, I envy did make the comment of you know if he asked his son what he wanted to do or he told his son like you know even if you wanted to be like a garbage man Um, we're going to go about it differently because you can do that if that's what you're passionate about. But what I also want you to do is we're going to own the trucks. Then we're going to go from owning the trucks to actually owning the business that does that. Um, and, and that will give you the ability to do that work that you enjoy and find passion in, but also secure a future for yourself and your offspring. I don't think there's absolutely anything wrong with that, but I think we have to, Put the respect into the quote unquote working people, the working class people and let them know you have options. Right. I think that's Mm -hmm. the biggest thing is like we miss this um, this space of understanding that there are options. We we are fighting against this idea that we don't have options to be owners and to be creators and to be, you know, the people that are are wealthy, the top one percent. We're fighting against this notion that we we didn't have the ability to do that, but in fighting against that notion, we can't look at the other people that decide that that's not the path that they want to take, no matter how old, young, or educated they are, and say, oh, well, you're doing it wrong because you should be trying to do this. no. You have the option. If that's the path that you want to take, take that path. Don't let the reason for not taking that path be because you didn't think you could or you thought it was too hard or you know, you didn't, you never saw anybody that looked like you do it. Like, don't let that be the reason. But understand you got options, yo. Pursue the option in the way that you want to. Like, let's not just focus on, oh, okay, well, you know, everybody got to do this. Because again, if everybody did it, then who's going to support the other person's dream? Who's going to be uh the CEO and the CFO and uh who's going to be the the admin person who's going to be the cleaning person like you know what i mean like it's just like there's so there's so many things that go into whatever it is that you want to do we can't just teach people to have this idea of i'm just going to get it and then in the same conversation talk about how you know black people uh went off and got an education and rather than coming back to the community and running the family business, they took that education elsewhere. So we'll talk about that and note that that's a problem, but then say, well, you should want more. You shouldn't want to be a worker. What? <laughs> the two don't make sense. Like,
1: Yeah. And I also think this whole aspect of just working to get wealth is problematic. True. Um, because it just sets people up to fail. Yeah. Like, because you're going to perpetually be discouraged. Because even if you get wealthy, it's not going to come overnight.
0: Right. Right.
1: Um. And so if the only thing you're, if a win for you is making money, if that's the only win for you, you're going to be perpetually in a cycle of frustration, stress, and depression. Right. Like, Absolutely. because that's your only win. And, and so Killer Mike was like... Um, my son came to me and was like, I don't want to do college. I just want to do real estate because I want to be rich as fast as possible. And it's like, oh, well, what if that doesn't happen? Right. Like, just because your daddy's Killer Mike don't mean you're going to be rich. You can look at growing up hip-hop and tell just because your parents' are <laughs> success don't mean you're going to be one. Um, <laughs> so I just – I think that just – we – That is capitalism at its core. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think if if you want to be a business owner, I'm all for that. But just do it knowing that it can't, the end goal has to be some other purpose than getting rich. Because if not, you're never going to be happy.
0: Yeah. And I think a part of that, to that point too, it could be a part of your goal is to Mm -hmm. to be wealthy, right? But if it is your sole and only goal, what happens when you've invested so much in real estate and the the market takes and you lose all of this mm-hmm. stuff right and that's
1: what happened uh what what was it with the real estate when when did the real estate collapse it was like 08 yeah yeah
0: so what happens you know when 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 that happens what happens if anything happens i don't know let's say you're the land that you owned right you own all this land and then a sinkhole comes and that land caves in and it's no good nobody don't want it nobody can not do nothing with it you have to Lose money to invest in so much money to even try to bring it up to par for somebody, anybody to use it. What happens when that goes on and you lose your wealth? If it happens, right? Uh, if your only goal is solely just to get rich, then you you, that's, you you're done, right? You have this belief in yourself that you can't do it, and it's it's a. But
1: do you think that's at the core of like the modern hip hop message, like
0: get money? I don't think i you know what i wouldn't say it's the modern hip-hop message i honestly say it's the modern american message True. <laughs> yeah i feel like honestly truthfully that is really in our capitalist society that is how we view things even as people that don't overtly go out and say i'm trying to get money i'm trying to get money honestly people are treated differently by you know what income bracket you're in <laughs> um if somebody finds out that you got more than five figures on on a salary, people start treating you real differently. Um, people in social settings, uh, companies start treating you different. You start getting a little more opportunities to be pre-approved for this and come have this experience. And we're going to go here. And there's all this stuff that it, it's 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 different. So I think as a society, as an entire society, we. We may say that we're out to do certain things, but kinda what's always on the back in the back of our mind is 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 wealth and money and I don't necessarily know if it's i feel like just the way that everything is set up you need money creates access right money creates opportunity to do things um you can have access to you know certain lines of of credit to uh to finance something or to take out a loan to take that loan of and turn that into $300,000. Right. So there's, there's different things that that money and status quote unquote gives you. But so I think we all do it, but I feel like it's the problem becomes, we don't all challenge ourselves to say, okay, so while, you know, uh, killer Mike having $250,000, to kind of play with, if you will, so we can assume whatever money, what what other money he has saved and other, what his, his net worth is. Right. We can say mm-hmm. while that thing is important to do certain things that does not make him uh an automatic leader on everything. That does not make mm-hmm. him, you know, automatically somebody that we need to listen to and hear out for all things. That doesn't make him, you know, more important, more valuable than uh Randall who's racking in twenty thousand dollars a year, right? I, I and I think we have to be intentional about that because it's so easy to do based on, you know, what this person has or what this person shows. So I think I think just yeah, as a and whole, I love Yo, go for it. No, you,
1: no, I I love that you said that because I do think like people like Killer Mike and people with money get to be an authority on things that they shouldn't that they have no
0: expertise in. Absolutely, stop <laughs> asking these people. And I'm not talking about Killer Mike, but stop asking you know these celebrities about what they think about political stuff. They don't know. <laughs> they don't think about it. They don't know. <laughs> they don't have wer- enough
1: information. Yeah,
0: who was it? I was watching some interview. And they asked them who they wanted to vote for. And it was just like, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I don't know about none of that stuff. And people laughed. Was it, maybe it was designer? Was it designer? It was somebody. It was like, i want maybe it was like a rapper. I don't know. It was a young guy. They asked him about, you know, like something political. And he was like, I'll be honest with you, I don't know about any of that stuff. And people's like, okay, And I'm like looking at the comments and people's like, you so dumb. And I was like, that was the smartest statement I've heard (laughs) ever because it's like, bro, I am not here. This is not my lane. Rather than fabricate and make up stuff and talk about headlines. I'm going to tell you that I don't have any knowledge and it is okay. I don't know. That don't mean I can't know, right? That don't mean that I, I'm incapable of reading to find out or getting engaged to find out. Maybe I can see you saying, well, you should be aware of what's going on in your society. Absolutely, I, I'll agree with you 100%. But if somebody don't know, stop asking them because they got a bunch of money and a bunch of followers. They don't know. <laughs> like, you're gonna have them misguiding and misleading people for on the, on the heels of, oh, well, they must know because they got this. And it's like, yeah, nah, that, that ain't it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they are. I love how Amanda Seals says that when she was on the Breakfast Club, she was like, Yeah, like, why do we think every opinion is valid? Like, yeah. It's an opinion. Yeah. And just because they are celebrities doesn't mean that validates anything they're saying.
0: Exactly. Exactly, I think there's this 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 tie to you having a large following or people look at you, and so what you say has to matter. Um, and truthfully, it's just it's just not like there are people. There was, I mean, that was my whole point about the whole uh, Kim Kardashian uh, uh, prison reform thing. Now mm-hmm. I was frustrated because I was like, you know, on one accord. We can look at what she did and and and, and congratulate her and applaud her and even thank her. You use your platform to do something really good for somebody that deserved it. Amazing, right? But I'm mm-hmm. slow to say that you are uh, the reason <laughs> that this person. You're the the sole reason. I don't want to say that the reason. I'll say the sole reason. Yeah, especially when
1: there's people that have been been doing the work behind the scenes.
0: Yeah. And these are people that we don't know and probably will never know because they don't want to be known. Because there's something about them putting in that work that does something for their inner self, right? I'm I don't know. I'm not quick to give you that title when I know for sure that there are people on the back end that are doing work that you don't even understand and not that you need to or want to but i just think that we have to be very mindful of those things and it's like yo here's the this is where we're coming from like when it's not to be on we have a whole list of reasons to like bag on uh kim kardashian and say like oh i don't like her for this yada, yada yada well there's there's no shortage of reasons but I think when somebody says, mm, "Yeah, no, I don't give her the the, the uh, criminal reform title, reformer title. I don't give her that. It's not because you hate no her. It's literally just because I recognize that there are a lot of people that even she worked with that have done a lot of work, <laughs> and I feel like it is d- diminishing their efforts by just saying just because this person has." you know 100 million followers on Instagram and can tweet something and it goes viral or whatever that does not make them automatically suited up and qualified to do something it just it's just not the case um the other thing that they talked about I just want to say that I thought was really interesting and because I don't I've he- I've heard people have this conversation before I don't think that we talk about it enough is the the question of desegregation um mm-hmm. And if desegregation hurt black people and Killer Mike giving his granddad's perspective um, of, you know, before then there was like the Negro Baseball League. And have you ever did you ever listen to the podcast uh, Bronzeville?
1: No, I remember you telling okay. me about it, but I haven't got a chance to listen.
0: Yeah. So that I, I really loved it. Hopefully they're, they're coming out with they're supposed to be like talking about it being a TV series. I don't know. I just want to. I love like the audio drama, the audio series uh, podcast things anyway. So one of the things that one of the characters in there said he talked about uh, desegregation and he talked about it from that same. He gave the very same uh, analogy about like the Negro Baseball League. He was like, mm-hmm. in the Negro Baseball League, not only were the players black, but the owners were black, right? The front office people, the admin people, the financial people, all of these people were black. And so all of those ticket sales and those ad, those ad dollars, all of those things were building the black community as a whole. And so when, when in segregation, but when desegregation happened... The it became the black the Negro League became the subpar league, um the the HBCU became the the black school right as if it's it's the quality wasn't there and so it was interesting so Killer Mike said that his granddad you know had that same viewpoint but he said in so many words and it wasn't direct but he said in so many ways that you know it's possible for us to still have this in a desegregated uh, society. We have to just be very intentional about getting it, right? So we have Mm -hmm. to stop looking at the things that we do as subpar. We got to stop looking at our businesses or our ideas or our artwork as, you know, not good until somebody else puts a stamp of approval on it. I think for me, we talked about, and I always tell you, like, I really like seeing black people in movies that are not rom coms. And for me, that is my (laughs) mindset because it's like, yo, we're able to do all kinds of things. Now I get it. I've seen some very, very bad movies from that, (laughs) from that, having that mentality. The one with Tay Diggs and the girl that was like, uh, it was like her ex was coming after them and trying to like murder her because she left him or something like that. That Mm -hmm. movie was, when I say terrible, terrible. They literally had a baby doll in the end acting as a baby but it's one thing to have the the baby doll where it's covered up. Lisa, you could see that it was a baby doll. This is a movie that was shown in theaters that I spent my money for. I actually bought two tickets to go see this movie. <laughs> because I was like, I, I wanna see us in other things. It was a really, really, really bad movie. Like it was I just I was really annoyed by everything. The transitions were very like love and hip hop is it just did not look good at all, right? But mm-hmm. I still maintain that I'm going to give them a try, right? Because I believe that we can do things other than rom-coms. As somebody that loves the craft of acting, as somebody that once upon a time just knew that that's where I was going to be, I look at these things and I'm like, I I want to see us do more things than Tyler Perry films and rom-coms. I want to see us do these things. And I feel like there's a way that we can do them that's true to our culture and our personalities. We can't do them the same way that this other culture can do it because we expect them to do certain like, you know, silly things. Us being in horror films, we can do horror. Like, I think that's why I love Jordan Peele. Like, yo, create horror films with us. I want to see it because we can do horror. We just can't do Dumb stuff like, you know, we're running and we fall over a two-inch rock. That's not us. That's not realistic. We can't do stuff like, oh, there's this stranger that has a knife that asks to come in and use our telephone. I'm busting shots at the Taraji P. Henson movie. And I let him (laughs) in my house. Like, we don't do stuff like that. We do stuff like we met somebody at the grocery store. We've been talking to this person for like six months. We seem to got cool. We feel like we know their family. We give them a chance and then they go crazy. That makes sense to our culture. Meeting this person, you know, this random person knocking on your door at nighttime and it's raining. You don't got no weapons and you let them in your house with your child that's upstairs asleep. We don't do that kind of horde. That's not us. That's, we don't do that. So that's my story. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: y'all tell us what y'all think about the Killer Mike interview with... um. Breakfast on the Breakfast Club. I'm talking about with the Breakfast Club on the Breakfast Club. Let us know what your thoughts are. We'll be back with our toast or
0: roast. All right, we are back, and it is time for our toast or roast. Uh, This week, I am going to toast to Bennett College. Uh, Bennett College, if you don't know, I don't know where you've been at, uh, has this campaign called Hashtag Stand with Bennett. Um, And this whole campaign is to raise five million dollars for the college, the all women's college, historically black all women's college uh, to maintain their accreditation. Uh, Apparently, they have been on probation since 2016. Um, based on low enrollment and them operating um, at a deficit for since that time. And so the board um, had come together and essentially said they're going to lose their accreditation if they do not have show that they are financially sound. So in order to do so, they needed to raise five million dollars for them to be in a good place. Uh, financially and for them to be able to maintain their accreditation. Now for those of us that don't understand the end of ends of ins and outs, it's not something I, I really obviously I know what accreditation is, but we didn't understand, hey, what does this mean? So it doesn't mean simply just that they are not accredited university. This also means that they cannot get federal funding. And so for most a number of schools uh, they rely on that federal funding because of their student population. Right. So many of us and I, I'll say myself being a first generation college student, being a person that um, didn't that doesn't have a strong a family with like uh, mass wealth and strong financial uh, background. I really relied heavily on scholarships and grants um, and a lot of those being federal grants and scholarships that I got because I did qualify for federal funds. Um, that I was able to get through um, college, and so a lot of students like me—that's why I think about this—like students like me that need those funds. I would not be able, I would not have been able to go to college had it not been for the scholarship that I received and the the uh, financial aid, federal aid, free federal aid that I was able to use to pay for my courses. So that's money that's going into the school. So without that accreditation, Bennett College cannot get funding from federal funding to put people like me uh, me as in women that are in my my position through school so it's a big deal um we talk a lot especially in this conversation that we just had in the main dish we talk a lot about uh supporting our own and supporting our hbcus and really understanding what the purpose of hbcus uh were historically but also where they fit into our lives today in the context of education today and being educated and and how unique of an experience but also uh, uh, we can get the same education but it can just be tailored to things that are relevant to our lives and our people um something that is still relevant and honestly in my opinion is going to always be relevant so i'm toasting to bennett college if you guys have not heard or have not had the opportunity to uh, they have a website uh it's just i think it's just bennett.edu is their website where you can go in and make a donation to the university they're at like 95% of their goal um and they have until Sunday Sunday night to uh i think it's at 11:59 to get it so those of us that remember that 11:59 date Um, I mean, time (laughs) from being in college and having to submit papers at 1158 because you didn't do it until like (laughs) five o'clock. Make sure that you if you can give anything. I saw uh one thing I think it was like Jeff Johnson that was talking about literally if it's five dollars, it's okay. Give five dollars right um and and I plan to actually go on and make a donation, and I think that we all should whatever it is if you can make a donation they they also are are selling shirts that are like twenty five dollars like Stan with Bennett shirts um which i started thinking like my accounting mom was like yo how much does it cost for you to print those shirts and to ship those is it just better if i take that money and just give it to you just donate without a shirt i don't know but (laughs) you can settle that with yourself but i'm toasting to them as an opportunity for us to support stan with bennett and that's my toast for this week
1: so i want to roast um first of all whoever broke in my car
0: Uh, because that's that shouldn't be happening into this world, right?
1: <laughs> yes. I was out of town on a business trip last week, came back. Somebody broke into my car in my own front yard. Yikes. To steal a radio. And I'm like, people still doing that in 2019? In
0: 2019, stealing radios.
1: Yeah. Because I'm like, that's a thing. Right. On top of that, living in the gated community. So, I think it was just one of these kids around here that did it. Because I, I just, it just it, it it to me it seems like I'm a teenager with you. Right. Not a person, a full-fledged adult. I just don't know what
0: like what are they going radios going for like $50 at Best Buy today? Like... I don't
1: know. It it was it's not a it's not a standard radio. It's one in um one of those souped up ones. Okay. Because I bought a car that had that in there and I still don't, I don't even know how to work it. So <laughs> I'm just like, listen, I just got this car, but whatever. Um. So I guess that was the appeal. I don't know. I don't get the whole radios and systems. That's just never been my thing. So I don't know the value of it. I'm, I, I, you know, whatever.
0: Let's have some real value. Somebody. <laughs> but want. then
1: when I got... So I made an insurance claim. is had to repair shop get repaired because they broke out my window, too. Glass everywhere. On top of that, Enterprise, the p- company that's supposed to be amazing, will pick you up. The <laughs> rental car they gave me wouldn't crank after having it two or three days. Wow. And then the only car they had was a minivan. So I've been riding around in the minivan because they don't have no cars.
0: So you're a soccer and mom. <laughs> With no kids. Right? They turned into a soccer ball.
1: So, if y'all see me in these streets with a minivan, (laughs) that's why. Because Enterprise sucks. (laughs) And I never had them pick me up. You know, they say, we'll pick you up. That's Mm -hmm. their thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess they, I don't know. (laughs) So, I don't know if it's Super Bowl. Because that's what my mom was like. Maybe it's Super Bowl weekend. That's why I do not got my no car.
0: Oh, that's true. That makes sense. It is Super Bowl. I don't know. And but... it's Florida is going to be in Atlanta. So I'm sure a lot of people decided to drive up.
1: Yeah, just for the festivities. Yeah. But it sucks. So I'm roasting that whole situation because it's, it's like a situation that never ends. But on Wednesday, it will end, preferably. They said my car will be ready Wednesday evening. So that's the hope. That's the goal.
0: Good stuff. Well, we're going to leave you guys with this week's good vibe. Uh, This week's good vibe comes from the one and only Fannie Lou Hamer. Uh, It reads, I feel sorry (laughs) for anybody that could let hate wrap them up. Ain't no such thing as I can hate anybody and hope to see God's face. Um, I think in light of everything that's going on, the things with Jesse Smollett, um, just just in general uh where we are in in our country uh with uh these these pictures of blackface really who
1: doesn't remember whether yesterday he knew it was him in one of but today today he doesn't know yeah
0: right it's it really is it's i think it speaks just speaks to this idea of All of us purport, most people purport to be good people and position ourselves to be such. But we carry around such a hate uh, for other people. In many cases, people that don't have what we have or the opportunities we have. And we hate people from a perspective that we don't understand. And it's simply because it's like, well, that don't make sense to me. And it's like, well, who made you the authority? And like, who are you? Um, And so if we see ourselves and plan to see God's face and we, uh, whatever God you believe in. And and we take this position of, Oh, you know, I'm a good person, but we can find a way to spew hate or to demonstrate hate or to even align ourselves and sit by idly and passively when somebody hates, Uh, we can't do that. The two don't exist together. So check yourself.
1: And I challenge you in black history month to research. If you don't know, Fannie Lou Hamer research her. Yes. Um, and uh, definitely know her story is one that you should know. Um, so in Black History Month in general, try to research somebody, somebody's at least a, a few people during the week. I know you can't some uh, with the hecticness of their life. We can't always research one person one day, uh, <laughs> research a person today. Yeah. So I'm not going to give you that great a challenge, but maybe one or two a week uh, just to familiarize yourself with people.
0: Right. I agree
1: yeah so thank you for listening to another episode of brunch culture as always you can catch all our past episodes at brunchculturebc.com uh, you can email us at brunchculturebc at gmail.com you can subscribe wherever podcasts are we are literally everywhere i think except title um i don't know how to i don't know how to get, us, how to get us on oh.
0: title i was looking at uh title did i tell you i, I paid for title again
1: oh i didn't know you had one back
0: yeah, what made so- you go back they gave me like this deal and then i felt really bad i was like i gotta support black business so let me go look at you get your killer mic on yeah i really i really was so i was like you know what let me just go back i'm gonna support them and i went and searched for brunch culture and didn't see it and then i read somewhere that title is like this exclusive things for podcasts right now so they're only letting certain podcasts in so then i was like well i'm supporting y'all but y'all not supporting me i don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <don't> know, so. <laughs> well we're everywhere
1: you can where m- most people are because i don't pay for title sorry I pushed you. <laughs> i'm i sorry um yeah i just i yeah i'm on a budget so um i can't but you we're everywhere else uh, check us out um subscribe rate all that good stuff. It helps us. Remember, we're here at Brunch Culture. Everything is up for discussion.